Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Our text for this day is Matthew 16. Here again the part that reads, From this time Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things from the elders and the chief priests and the scribes and be killed, and on the third day be raised. But Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him, saying, Far be it from you, Lord, for this shall never happen to you. On October 1st, Kim Laube will be the director of Lutheran Family Service, will be giving a presentation on death at the Pro-Life Dessert Banquet. Dr. Mark Vandebrook, or Brock, will be giving a presentation on grief in North Dakota. On October 14th, he'll be here at St. Andrew. What is all this fascination with death? Sometime we'll all have to deal with it, most likely multiple times, and unfortunately it doesn't matter whether you're young or old. First, we'll look at Peter, and second, we'll look at Jesus facing death, and third, and finally, our proper view of death. First, Peter. Look at him. He hears his friend, his loved, his Lord is going to suffer and to be killed. And Peter, he reacts strongly. Peter finds death repulsive. Don't you? Wouldn't we respond to Jesus in the same way? Because Peter, he knows his Bible. Death is God's judgment against sin. In Genesis chapter 2, Adam and Eve are warned, and in Genesis 3, they are judged. They don't want to die. They run and hide from death. There's also the commandment in Exodus chapter 20 and Deuteronomy 5, you shall not kill. And we learn from these words we should fear and love God so that we do not hurt or harm our neighbor in his body, but help and support him in every bodily need. Death is not our friend. Death isn't anyone's friend. So when Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things from the elders and the chief priests and the scribes and be killed, Peter's response <clears throat> is what we would normally expect. Jesus is his friend. Jesus is his Lord. Jesus is Peter's hope. And he sees what he has being destroyed in the face of death. And yet, Jesus says to him, Be Get behind me, Satan. You are a hindrance to me, for you are not setting your mind on the things of God, but on the things of men. Now, we are not told, but I bet we can imagine what shock that was to Peter. They punch us from the page Jesus points out that his purpose is to suffer and to die at the hands of the religious leaders now Jesus' words could easily play into this general movement in our society that death is a good thing we know the suffering that people go through when dying and we would prefer none of it so when a person dies who is suffering, 
or anticipates severe suffering, we may be thankful that their, li- that <clears throat> their suffering was cut short. And there are many in society that would go ahead and promote this control of taking, or taking control of death to avoid suffering, promoting euthanasia as if death is good. And this has put many people, even Christians, in a quandary. But Peter knows death is a reality, and the Bible teaches it. Death is a close, of a close loved one happens, and it hurts. Death is not a friend. Death is an enemy. But in Jesus, death makes sense. Jesus suffers death. He does not commit suicide. He is put to death. And here's the question. Was putting to death Jesus wrong? Was killing Jesus wrong? Well, Jesus responds to Pilate that those who handed Jesus over to be is, were guilty of a greater sin. You notice that Pilate is not absolved here. And yet at the same time, we learn from the Scriptures that Jesus' death is necessary. God had predicted it, and it was necessary to satisfy the law for Peter's sake, for your sake, for the sake of the whole world. Jesus who knew no sin, has become sin for us. He suffered the wages of sin by taking our place. He faced death for us. Remember? When Jesus, no, when Peter confessed that Jesus was the Christ, Jesus had said to tell no one. That seems odd. Even in the Gospel of Mark, it says it over and over again, not to tell. And you see, it's because at that point, Jesus' death has not yet been accomplished. His death is the fulfillment of the Scriptures. His death is a part of the confession that He is the Christ, the Son of the living God. Therefore, we confess this Christ who has faced death. For Jesus died, is our friend, and not only our friend, but our Savior. Yes, we cannot prevent our death. It's going to happen. However, we should not seek, for life is precious in God's sight. And so we seek to preserve life. And what do we do in the face of death? Our Lord calls us to remain faithful, especially when we are no longer in control of our death. To understand this more, I'd like you to take out your hymnal once again and turn to page 272. I want you to remember, for those of you who are confirmed, when you were confirmed, as well as when you joined this congregation, on page, excuse me, 273, still under confirmation, the same two questions are also there in joining our congregation you go down to one, two, three, four, the fifth one. Do you intend to live according to the word of God and in faith, word, and deed remain true to God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, even to death? And we answer, I do by the grace of God. 
Do you intend to continue steadfast in this confession and church and to suffer all, even death, rather than to fall away from it? And we answered, I do by the grace of God. What are these two vows looking for? First of all, that the Christian life is so important that we should be willing to do the right thing even when we're threatened with death. Number two, the truth of God's Word and being a part of the body of Christ, the church, is so important that we will face death than to deny our Lord or to separate ourselves from this church. That's a tall order. Pressures that we feel around our world but it is necessary to be a Christian. It is who we are in Christ. And to be separated from Him is to lose everything. For we know we have already died to sin. This life that we live is in Christ. So when our lives are threatened because of what we believe and how we live, we face death head on in Christ Jesus. For what is more important than what we have? Than our lives? Than our children? The Christian will answer our faith in our Lord Jesus and the truth of God's Word. No wonder Paul quoted Psalm 44 in Romans chapter 8, verse 36, for as is written, for your sake we are being killed all the day long and we are regarded as sheep to be slaughtered yes we are doing everything to preserve life but always without denying the faith or compromising the way we live for we know god will deliver us we are more than conquerors through him who loved us this is all about being this is all about bearing our cross under the cross of Jesus. For Jesus said, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Whoever who will save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. The Christian life is not about self-preservation. It is not about avoiding suffering. It is about suffering for the sake of our neighbor, as we heard in Romans chapter 12, it is about suffering for the sake of the gospel. Jesus, has suffered. Jesus suffered his death for the sake of Peter, for our sake, for the sake of the whole world. He did it for us. His suffering and death is the gospel. And by it, he brought us life eternal. Did you hear it? When Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things and the, by the elders and the chief priests and the scribes and be killed and on the third day be raised. It is as if Peter missed it. But it is on that third day Jesus was raised from the dead. His sacrifice was accepted by God the Father for he raised him from the dead. And that is the whole gospel. Because of Jesus, we face death, whether by natural causes or because someone is threatening us, we are confident that we have life eternal. 
Because of Jesus, we face death in confidence. For we know that death is not the end, but we live through the death, or through death because of Jesus. For he will raise us from the dead. Is death repulsive? Oh, it certainly is. But Jesus makes death a servant, a servant of the gospel. Therefore, the only way to suffer and to suffer death is for the sake of the gospel, for him. Amen. Now the peace of God that passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Amen.